Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello, my little spooks. Welcome back to the Haunted Estate with, yes, you guessed it, me, your host, Selena Myers. I am back to bring the world of spooky to you along with my friends who are big parts of the show. By, and you know you know how they are big parts of the show? Because they send me their stories. They send me ideas. A lot of the topics that I talk about are sent in by listeners. I want to give a huge hello out to Sweden as we're getting thousands of downloads from there today. I would also like to tell you guys some fantastic news. We all know Sammy from the saga of Sammy. She has sent me quite a wonderful um, email and has decided she will be a regular part of the show. Listen to this. It really made my day. In life, I have come to realize that the only thing I love more than researching and writing is researching and writing about haunted spots. I love delivering the history of it and recreating the story in vivid detail for those who will listen. As long as you'll have me, I would love to contribute to your show by typing up some stories, adding in the pictures and research that accompany them. Maybe take some of the stress away from finding material so you can finish your book because I know you need to. See, that is perfect. Sammy, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That would be absolutely fantastic. She did send me a history write-up on a haunted spot, which also is going to have pictures. You will be able to find Um, I'm going to read what she sent me, then I am going to have what she wrote in a blog post, along with the pictures that she sends on thehauntedestate.com. It will be titled Sammy's Research. So um, hopefully every couple shows we're going to have that. Um, A huge huge, huge thank you to Sammy. Next thing that I want to touch on, doing this podcast is not free for me at all. I do pay for the site that I upload to. I do pay for the streaming. I do pay for the website. I do pay for the toll-free number all out of my own pocket because I really want to bring the show to you guys. I love the paranormal. I, I love everything like that. Doing my book is definitely a way that I'm hoping to make money from the podcast. I'm hoping that my listeners will buy it. 
the other thing that I would like to say is that on thehauntedestate.com, if you scroll down, there is a donate button. You can click on that, use PayPal, use your credit card, whatever you want, throw a little money in the kitty. I'm not banging, banging. <laughs> you can do that for money. Anyways, I'm not begging, but if you would like to throw some money in there, that will always be greatly appreciated, and I will send a huge thank you your way. So today, I'm going to say it, we have your stories, we have my stories, and we have everything spooky in between. And first, as always, we are going to start with a, another story from the saga of Sammy. Call and tell us your story, toll free, by calling one 270 and visit us at thehauntedestate.com. Hello again from the same Sammy who spun stories of scary shadow people, eerie energies, anguished apartments... Asylum apparitions, plotting poltergeists, creepy cars, and a wayward woman in white. While listening to your show on a particularly boring night, I recalled another story. One of my first jobs was working as a dishwasher for a small assisted living home that I would never recommend to anyone. The managers were money-grubbing, power-hungry prudes, and the turnover rate was so high that we were usually horribly understaffed. Due to this issue, I was called upon a few times, not only to work the closing dinner shift in the kitchen, but also to fill in for one of the two nighttime housekeepers. I learned a few important things on the nighttime housekeeping shift. Number one, keep a blanket and pillow in my car since it would be a long time before I had more than just an hour or two to sleep between shifts. Nighttime housekeeping is so easy that all the work is done, within the first three hours, making the rest of the shift quite boring. Number three, only two other staff members are there for the night shift. Number four, the full moon really does draw out the lunatics, especially the aggressive 250 pound Alzheimer's patients. Number five, a little girl in white is a staple in any good haunting. <laughs> I was alone in a locked room full of cleaning chemicals and a large washer and dryer unit. The aprons and rags from the day were spinning around on the dry cycle as I sat down and checked off the night's chores. Polish the wood, vacuum the dining room and entrance, dust the third floor, clean the light fixtures, scrub the public bathrooms, and help night staff finish up the residents' laundry. All done with half the night to spare. It was around that time I was trying to balance a pencil on my upper lip, as if it were some very stiff pointed mustache, when I heard the elevator ding. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
I tore myself away rather from this rather important task to see who was on the bottom floor. Was there a patient out of their bed? Were their caretakers done with their rounds for the hour? As I opened the heavy door, I peered down the hall. Just a few feet away from me, I caught a glimpse of what I swear was an elementary-age schoolgirl in a white dress. It was like the pure, white, fresh-fallen snow of winter's morning, more like a clear mist. I saw through it so vividly, yet so foggy. I only saw her for a second, if not less than that. The door closed, and I was left confused. Security in the home was pretty tight, and if anyone had come in, they would have been escorted or have tripped an alarm. I ran up the stairwell to the second floor. The door opened as I got there, ready to confront the unattended girl. No one got off. It was empty inside. Had I glimpsed a girl? Had I seen a young child in this building full of the old and the dying? I looked around and even went to the top floor to see if she had pulled a fast one. I didn't find her, though. I finally went back to the caretaker's room on the bottom floor. I caught them sitting around talking about their love lives or lack thereof. I sat around for the night and listened to them debate on whether or whether or not they would ever considering dating a guy without a truck. The short answer turned out to be a no. About 3 a.m. came from a room down the hall on the right. One of the residents who needed nightly assistance was in the bathroom. The two started arguing over who would help. I didn't think much of it until they started talking about a haunting. I stopped mindlessly staring at the wall in front of me and started to listen in. From what I overheard, they were talking about a girl in a white dress who appeared on that side of the building, the east wing, bottom floor. They were talking about the hall that the housekeeping closet was in. I asked if they believed in that stuff. Ghosts, I meant. One said yes with a dead serious look. The other laughed and said no. She thought it was just some story that the staff around told to scare the night shift. She quickly got in trouble for using the ghostly girl to get out of helping a resident that was forced to take the assistant call as punishment for the other. I talked to the one who said she believed. She had seen the ghost herself a few times. Either the ghost didn't have a face or it just never showed it since the caretaker recounted only seeing the girl with hair over her eyes or facing away. Come to think of it, I don't think I saw her face either. A couple more hours go by, and the morning shift starts showing up. The two caretakers who work night shift are at odds with one another and keep bringing up the ghostly girl to the day shift workers as they come in, asking each other if they'd seen the girl. There were a lot of people who had worked evening and night shift and said that she crossed their path. Even a few of the managers talked about the girl that day that they worked. My manager, being the troublemaker that he was, kept talking it up like a horror movie about how the ghost meant trouble and cursed all who saw her and would kill people. He was joking, of course. The maintenance man, my manager's friend, had recounted a story of having to replace a light bulb in an elevator. He was on a small step stool in the elevator when he had looked down to see his tool belt to grab a screw in the next driver. Next to him was the girl in white. He was so surprised that he had fallen off the ladder. He was fine, but startled. Even the boss who ran the place with her no-nonsense attitude had an encounter. She was riding the elevator upstairs to take care of an altercation between two residents when she had seen the child. She seemed to appear in front of her, press a button for another floor. She had taken the rest of the day off work after that. 
An interesting time was when one of our cranky residents passed away. Part of the job was ensuring that the dying residents died as they wanted. One resident had come to the end of her life and asked her family to come say goodbye. They were in her apartment talking to her. I had brought up the snack cart that we were provided for those kind of visits. The room was quiet. The woman asked me to put on her favorite record. As her favorite song played, she closed her eyes, leaned back in her recliner, and passed away by the end of the song. A few days later, I was tasked with helping a few staff members move out furniture and clean the apartment. As we started to work, we faintly heard music. It was as if the resident next door was playing a vinyl record. It was odd since this room was between the elevator shaft and the library, which didn't have a record player. The four of us stopped moving and listened for a few seconds. I got a chill up my spine as I realized that the music we heard was the same song that played as the resident passed away. For nearly a year after her passing, anyone who lived in that room would complain of music. Finally, I have a fun one for your listeners and you. This is really just an amazing sense of timing and coincidence. My friend worked in a different retirement home. Like me, she mostly worked in the kitchen, which was the only job in the building where you could listen to a radio as you worked. Without fail, whenever a resident passed away in the building, the kitchen radio would play Stairway to Heaven. It didn't matter what station it was on. Kitchen staff seemed to have an eerie sixth sense for when someone passed away. Whenever someone came to relay the bad news to staff, they would simply ask who it was who passed and not even worry if their assumption was correct. The only time they were surprised that someone passed was when a rather rude resident died by their own doing. The man had harassed staff and had a rather bad habit of cursing, spitting, and talking vulgar. He had gotten up in his IV drip line while he was using the restroom. He fell and cracked his head on the sink counter. My friend, not being one to make up stories, swears up and down, day and night, that instead of hearing the stairway to heaven, the whole kitchen listened to the radio play Highway to Hell. Oh my god, Sammy, I love that story. I think that's absolutely my favorite. There's nothing creepier than old folks' homes. I'm sorry. Um, I know that's not a very appropriate thing to say, but I don't know what it is, is being in a building dedicated to everyone's you know, way out. It's a beautiful thing, but it's also very creepy. And that, that last tidbit, that story there, the highway to hell, what's the chance of that? That's just, oh, that's just hilarious. Um, sad, terribly sad, but I think everybody listening to this is also going to agree like, oh my God, that's pretty awesome. So again, thank you so much to Sammy. Sammy brings so much to the show and I'm so happy that she is going to be a huge part of everything to come next. So don't forget, if you have a story that you would like to send in, you can do that by emailing me at Selena, which is C-E-L-I-N-A at thehauntedestate.com. You can go to thehauntedestate.com. Top right corner, you will see an envelope. You can click that and it will open a screen where you can type it up. Last but not least, you can call me toll-free. It goes right to an answering machine, one 260 3428 You have up to 20 minutes to record your own ghost story. Legend, did you write it? Did you do research? Anything, I don't care. Send it to me. I love you guys. Next up, we have a little bit of, I don't know if this would be considered paranormal news, but it came up on a new site. It's Shadowy Apparition of a woman in black, it's terrifying silver burn shoppers. The ghost described as a woman in black reportedly has been spotted wearing all black period clothing and has left shoppers scared senseless. 
Oh, they want me to do a survey to continue doing this. Are you planning to buy your first home in the next year? Nope, I've already done that. Okay, here we go. A ghastly apparition has left Silverburn shoppers terrified after floating through their shopping center. Multiple reports led to Silverburn management calling in paranormal experts. Glasgow Paranormal Investigations took look into the reported sightings. A spokeswoman from Silverburn commented, We are aware that a shadowy woman has been spotted around this center. We have reached out to local experts in the field of paranormal activity, who will hopefully be able to shed some light on the manor. One shopper who wishes to remain anonymous commented, We are waiting on our friend coming out to look at one of the shops. When out of the corner of my eye, I see this dark figure down the corridor, almost hovering. It was terrifying. Silverburn security guard Thomas Homer said, I had just finished my shift and was leaving the center bathroom when I felt this sudden chill. I didn't think much of it, but as I looked up, I saw the shadowy figure disappear down the hall. There was no way it was human. A member of Glasgow Paranormal Investigation said it's not uncommon for a spirit to be attached to a site before the present building was constructed. Possibly Silverburn or the construction of the crew cinema disturbed it. It can be common in hauntings. The most important thing is to ensure whoever it is to find a peaceful resting place. The shopping haven opened in 2007 and was built over the former Pollock Shopping Center site. Have you seen the ghost lady? Have you ever seen a ghost out in public in a store? Maybe, you know, getting groceries, picking up your prescription, going to the DMV. (laughs) Could you imagine just like waiting in line behind someone at the DMV and being like, God, this person, why aren't they moving? And then figuring out that they're gone, they're dead, they're ghosts. Oh, what an experience that would be. If you did, you know what? I would like to hear about your, I don't care how short it is. Tell me, tell me about any paranormal experience you have. You know how to do it. I've told you. I don't need to tell you again. Just get a hold of me. All right? All right? Okay. Sounds good. Well, I found some more kind of haunted news, but also something that might very much excite a lot of you. Listen to the title of this article. The most haunted place on earth, Waverly Hills sanatorium guess what guess what they think it's going to be a hotel let's hear about this if you are familiar with haunted places chances are you have heard of this ex tuberculosis hospital there have been a ton of different investigations in waverly hills throughout the years shows like ghost hunters international ghost adventurers and others have held some investigations the strange part is that they've all managed to capture some kind of evidence of paranormal activity now, while it hasn't been while now it hasn't been anything crazy like something out of a movie, there's been numerous EVPs and other anomalies recorded here. Waverly Hills has been off limit to those trying to get in and wander the halls. The current owners are going to change all that. They are in the process of trying to open a hotel and convention center. Would you stay the night? So under this article, there are some really crazy videos. As you know, anything that I use, the link will be posted on thehauntedestate.com underneath blog links. I'm sorry if I sound crazy. My dog is underneath my computer table. Um, It's a great Swiss mountain dog um, across the lab. So he's huge and he keeps kicking my microphone stone stand. So it keeps smashing into my mouth. Thanks, Max. Hey, buddy. He has settled. So hopefully that's enough of those disturbances. Tell us your ghost story by calling toll free 1877. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The enduring legend of Kansas's haunted Stull Cemetery. Visiting America's most off-limits gateway to hell. America has no shortage of haunted graveyards dotted across the country, but none of them are quite as legendary as Kansas's Stull Cemetery, an infamous doorway to hell with a reputation so big that even the Pope himself is said to make his plane fly around it. With legends that involve human sacrifice, occult rituals, and even a yearly visit from the devil himself, Stull has gained an over-the-top reputation and has landed it in countless books, most haunted top ten lists, and even appearances on Supernatural. But is there any truth to the rumors swirling across America's most evil graveyard? When you're a long-time paranormal adventurer like me, Stull Cemetery has been on your haunted hotspot bucket list since it rose to the Internet's prominence in the 1990s. But it is out-of-the-way location has always made it a late-night adventure prohibitive. Hidden away from rural Kansas, Stull's inaccessibility remains one of the biggest reasons that good information and good photos of the legendary graveyard are so hard to find. Fortunately, while driving from Ohio to present the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and Occult at the Colorado Stanley Hotel, I finally came within an hour of Stull and wasn't going to pass up the chance to visit. It was much weirder than I had expected. The most evil cemetery in the world. The border to hell was actually on fire when I arrived. For over a century, Stull Cemetery has been linked to countless legends involving witchcraft, satanic cults, and of course the infamous gateway to hell. According to the legends, Lucifer once abandoned, once used the abandoned, now destroyed, church at the center of the cemetery as his own personal doorway from the netherworld. It was in Stull where he would rouse the spirits who have been buried inside the gates and the most evil of the most evil in the cemetery in existence, but he was only able to pass through the gateway twice a year, at midnight, on the spring equinox, and of course, on Halloween. I'm sure you've, you're probably wondering why, of all places, the devil would choose a small, relatively unknown place like Stull as its connection to the early realm. The earthly realm. I'm reading so bad today. But the reason it dates back to 1850. The most widely accepted theory behind the origins of Stull's evil reputation is tied to both a large tree that once stood in the cemetery and an old tombstone that inscribed with the, world, with the word witch. The tree is said that it was the hanging tree for the condemned witches who were put to death by torch-wielding townspeople. And the grave? none other than the final resting place of the bones for Satan's child, the one who legend said was born deformed and covered in wolf hair. According to the legends, hundred, hundreds of eyewitnesses have claimed that even though the church has been missing its roof since the 1920s, rain refused to land inside the building. 
Awestruck visitors would report that the tiny church would stay bone dry no matter what time of year or weather conditions. And it was because of these supernatural attributes that the town finally gathered to tear the church down. The destruction of the building made the spirits angry. And rumor has it, the hauntings in the graveyard has flared up. Out of all the larger-than-life legends that surround Stull, the most famous story associated with the cemetery reportedly happened in 1993, when Pope John Paul II the second, too, was flying to Colorado for a public appearance. According to the legend, the Pope declared that the ground at Stull Cemetery was so unholy that he forced his private jet to reroute his flight around the graveyard because even the air above it was tainted by evil. Why hasn't Stull been properly investigated? All great tales of monsters and mysteries have some form of truth. But how many of Stull's legends are true? What is it about Stull Cemetery that made it such a famous piece of American legend? Were there ever really occult rituals performed in the abandoned church? Or witches once hung in graveyard on that withered tree? Is the tiny rural cemetery even haunted? While it's easy to dismiss more of the fantastic tales of satanic elevators to hell and undocumented witch trials in Kansas... Discovering whether or not Stull Cemetery is haunted by restless spirits is a lot harder. You might think that such a legendary location would be a great footer for paranormal television, but not a single ghost hunting reality show has ever made its way to Stull Cemetery. No, it's not the ghosts or Satan keeping them away. It's the town themselves. By 1988, the frightening legends of the cemetery had grown to a fever pitch, and on October 31st, nearly 500 people gathered in the graveyard gates to wait for the, dev the devil's scheduled appearance, causing so much damage that the local sheriff's department posted deputies on the property every Halloween since. The new police presence actually had the opposite effect than was intended. Now, Stull's Cemetery wasn't just legendary, it was a part of an occult conspiracy. To make matters worse, on Halloween 1999, local reporters made a trip to Stull Cemetery to put the legend to rest once for all, once for once and for all. They were hoping to document Satan's failure to appear in the graveyard at 12 a.m., but were mysteriously turned away by the property owners just half an hour shy of midnight. Since then, it's been absolutely impossible to obtain permission to actually investigate the property, especially on those two particular dates. You know the ones. The Legend of Stull Cemetery Endures. During my visit, I counted at least half a dozen signs warning visitors and trespassers that they would be prosecuted. Even through the front gate was wide and open when fresh flowers were propped up against new shiny graves. The warnings were clearly for anyone who had made a detour to the tiny town of Stull for dark reasons. To be particularly honest, even if a lucky ghost hunting reality show was able to pull off a miracle and got permission to visit Stull Cemetery, it would probably make a horrible episode of television. The small graveyard sits right on the edge of Stull's busy highways. Across from, across from it, a row of tiny houses sit, each one with its own disgruntled local staring disapprovingly from the porch. It's a far cry from spooky. Despite the fact that Stull doesn't live quite up to its internet reputation in real life, my own visit to America's legendary portal to hell was so weird that I had to take pause. 
Within minutes of entering Stahl Cemetery gates, I noticed dozens of flames forming in small rings from each corner of the graveyard. There were no burn piles, no visitors throwing cigarettes in the grass, and it was a very cool spring day, far from a fire hazard. Maybe the devil forgot to close the door on his way out. There is um, some really cool pictures of the fire in the cemetery. Um, while there's hundreds, if not thousands, of allegedly cursed, evil, otherwise damned places all over America, Stull Cemetery will also sit near the top of the pile, if for no reason other than its inaccessibility. While ghost hunters can stake their claim to exercising the demonic spirits from the world's most famous haunted houses, Stull is immune to their cleansings. Television crews are turned away, and skeptics can't be bothered with driving to the middle of Kansas to debunk an over-the-top legend, much less crawl out of their comfy armchairs. So, the portal of hell endures. So, if you follow this link, there's pictures of the cemetery. There is the fire, the smoke coming out, which is really unique. Make sure to go to thehauntedestate.com to check that out. I would like to say thank you so much again for stopping by, and I will see you the day after tomorrow. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.